Don't skip this one as a music podcast where two best friends play songs to talk about them. It's also a comedy podcast where the hosts make dumb jokes and make fun of each other. Um, how did you get into this That's, recording? Don't worry about how I got into the booth. Point is, I'm here, and I'm going to finish this off. Sometimes there's strong language in this podcast, so be aware. Okay, stop reading my script. Um, uh, I want to say the next thing. Now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. What's up, fellow music nerds? It's your host, Zach Fisher. And with me, as always, for this very Merry Christmas is Brady. Usually I do the, the air horn, but I thought, you know, why not Why not give you guys a little something special? Uh, those were jingle bells, by the those, way. Yes, they, they were jingle bells. Um, and and with those jingle bells, it's it's... The Christmas time again, or whatever holiday you celebrate, but it's pretty. This playlist is pretty specific to Christmas, so you know, um, whatever. I'm not gonna. We we both celebrate Christmas. We like Christmas music. That's what we're doing. I don't. I don't have anything against other any any other holidays. No. I just don't know music for those holidays. So um, that's all. Um, welcome to the episode called "And a Playlist in a Pear Tree." This is uh, our we this, we talked about it. this is probably our fourth playlist like they did one without one when when you first started it, I think it was like yeah I did Kevin or Cody me, me and Cody did one uh, the first year I was doing the and then, playlist then last year we podcast. did two with our families we mm-hmm. we we went all out last year we did a we did like three oh, Halloweens God. two Christmases and then yeah. we decided hey we're gonna run out of songs if we keep pulling that stunt um, so. This so year we did we... a really really sad one instead in December first, and then now we're doing the happy one. For... Yeah, and don't worry, guys. I um, specifically did not choose sad songs, even though there are plenty of sad songs on my Christmas um, playlist. <laughs> oh, that, that makes that is that makes so much sense because I don't think I have a single sad song on my Christmas playlist. I don't. I I, I should say it's not like a majority, but I think in comparison, it's to most probably a majority. It's in, in comparison to most people's Christmas playlists. You're probably it's it's a lot. Um, what? Okay, one of them slow, but it's not sad. The the content of the song is not sad. Okay, I I think that's fair because there's plenty of like slow Christmas songs that are upbeat. Anyways, um, welcome to our uh yeah technically fourth Christmas episode, but third Christmas as a podcast. Um, um, team, team. There we go. Um, for those uh, listening, because again, this is an audio medium. Brady has decided to dress up. Um, I'm wearing got... I'm wearing my "Don't Stop Believing" shirt, and it's got a, a Santa on it. And I'm wearing a, a Mickey um, Christmas a Mickey Santa hat. But Zach, you know, it is an audio medium. But aren't you wearing a Christmas shirt too? I am. I am wearing. I guys. It's a new Zach. He's no longer. He's he's no longer dunking on 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 Brady that much. I'm also wearing <laughs> a Christmas. It says "Making Spirits Bright," and it's red, and I feel uncomfortable in it. I don't want to be honest. It's too bright. It's not know. black enough. It's not for your black enough. Heart. Yeah. It doesn't match my heart. It doesn't match his heart or his soul. Um, no, definitely not. Um, 
Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, we talked a lot about Christmas traditions, I think, last year. I don't remember, but I'm assuming we did because we did it with our families. But if we talk about it again, deal with it because, you know, there's a lot of first-time listeners here. And you can yeah. go and, you know, if you have listened and you're like, oh, I've already heard this, then shut the hell up. I just needed to get that, the alienate the, the, alienate the audience. Off, yeah, off. right off the bat because, you know, I'll forget if we go too long because I love Christmas music. That is fair. Um, uh, well, I don't know if there's a lot more preamble we need to do. No, um, I think we should just move right in and start talking about one of my favorite Christmas traditions, let it snow. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Shows no signs of stopping. I brought some corn for popping. Lights have turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. And that was Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow by Bing Crosby. Um, I, this was my choice, it felt wrong to do a Christmas playlist um, and not have Bing Crosby on it. I feel like uh, yeah, that's fair. Like I feel like majority of my like, every, like Bing Crosby's has so many good Christmas mu- like songs out there, um, like White Christmas, Let It Snow, like all of them I love. And I've always like I'm a recently I've gotten really into like because I, I was thinking about it like he's got like a an Irish playlist like an Irish album where he sings about St Patrick's oh. Day and stuff and I was like well this is good, um, but yeah no I love. I I just have so many good memories of listening to Bing Crosby's like music growing up. Um, it's you know it's always on like the the radio stations that play Christmas music. So it was when I started like cult like curating my own like uh, playlists on my iPod and then Spotify and stuff. Like I would always put a ton of Bing Crosby Christmas songs on there. As well as like some of the other like early like crooner like uh, Andy Williams and uh, yeah. Frank Sinatra and yeah, I think I have Harry like, Como. I think I usually, I have a lot more Dean Martin than Dean, Dean Martin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I do. I, I also have a lot a lot of Bing Crosby. Um, I think last year I mentioned it, but me and my family all watch White Christmas. Um, every year, maybe, maybe not always like as a family. Cause I think the one thing that, that like, there's a few that we watch as a family every year. Um, white Christmas sometimes makes it sometimes we, but like individually, we still all watch it. Like it's on our list of like things to watch. Cause I, we grew up in a family that watches a lot of like old movies. Like, yeah. my <laughs> My parents really loved, like, even before my parents generate like fifties and before, and my parents were born in the 60s. Like, they just love old movies like that. Well, we kind of talked about that in our, when we did our Broadway playlist, where a lot of your yeah, that's true. Broadway musicals were like those early, like, 50s, uh-huh. like, musicals and stuff. Um, no, and like, what was I going to say? Like, whoa, with White Christmas with Bing Crosby, that's a, a new tradition that I've recently started. So, Michaela. Um, that's something that she likes to watch on Christmas Eve. Um, and it's not even watch the full thing. She just like, she likes 
what she she's been doing for years is she'll put it on um, and like fall asleep to White Christmas, and then she'll fall oh. asleep. So she'll watch the first little bit, which is a Christmas movie, and then the middle that is just a musical and not related to Christmas at all. Um, she usually falls asleep during that bit, and then she'll wake up for the the ending Christmas movie part. So she gets the Christmas movie and misses out on the musical part. You know, that's fair. Um, what you got to do is watch it as as a uh, as my family refers to it is Lindsay Ann style, which is to fast forward through all the boring bits that you don't want to watch again. So, um, all of fast forward through the, the weird, like, yeah, the dance musical that like the five minute dance break. And you're like, I don't know why I need to watch Danny K do a tap dance solo. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. We, we, we got to Vermont. Okay. Now let's just get to Christmas Eve. Yeah. You basically skip all of it. So you can kind of get the romance, uh, um, between, Mm -hmm. uh, being in, um, and why I um Clooney Rosemary Clooney, Clooney. yes I, I was like I, I I couldn't even remember George Clooney's name but I was like it's a very famous actor ER mother he's a gray hair <laughs> gray hair everyone now. everyone wants to F him uh yeah. what's his name what what's his um name? he is in my you know this is Zach talking with he's in he's in my hall pass I can't think of his name now <laughs> hall pass. um yeah so yeah i uh, i i also enjoy white christmas and um yeah i think being we would listen to um down here it's shoot i can't remember the call sign now but it's like 103.5 and it it was it was all christmas all the time i think they started i think that was the one that started like the day after thanksgiving it was just all Christmas the rest of the uh, until yeah, I think until like after it was usually yeah. like I feel like it was always like the week. It was like a couple days after New Year's is when they'd stop. Yeah, and I think they would play a lot, a lot of the old crooner, um, yeah, versions of all these different. Um, so yeah, but what would you say your favorite part about this song? The "Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow." Did you have to physically stop yourself from doing the celebrity <laughs> bit again? The <laughs> let tits now. Let tits now. Um, let it snow. It, it's just a fun light tune. I, I I don't, you know, I um, I like the how I'll hate going out in the storm, but if you really hold me tight and all the way home, I'll be warm. It's a really sweet line. I really I like that, and I I really like that instrumental break in the middle, with the like that kind of like oh, that yeah. that little drum bit that behind it. You know, if long time listeners or short time listeners, it was only a couple episodes yeah, ago. We talked about it was it was like two episodes ago. We talked about the drums, but that's again like that's kind of what I listen to when I'm listening to to music. Um, something else that I I remembered um, that and the reason why I wanted to put this one on is I remember there was a it was like a Disney singalongs. Um, I, I don't know. Remember if you if you had these, but it was like in the nineties, they had the VHSs of like Disney sing-along songs, but like sometimes they would play like, it was like, um, Oh yeah. Talks yeah from yeah. like the, you know, like the Disney movies and stuff. And, but then there was a Christmas version. And so like, it wasn't just like, sometimes they would just have animation for whatever. Like they would use the, um, what's the word they would use 
you know, stuff from Fantasia, the where and they just changed the music. But I remember this one, they had this song and it played along with um there's a, a short about this penguin and I like I still remember it vividly. As I listen to the song, I can still like play the that that clip in my head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't think we had that one, but I, I know what you're talking about. So the, yeah. the Disney single ones. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about this? Um, no, I, um, I, well, I guess just cause we're not gonna, there's not a lot of like classic songs on our playlist. I'll just mention now, um, one of my favorite Christmas traditions and I did talk about it last year and I don't give a shit. I'm going to mention it again. <laughs> um, I wasn't with you because my grandma had died. So that's right. You weren't with me. So Brady's I knew already knows, but I'll, I'll tell you. I'm new to this. Just like you listeners. Um, no, uh, we, my mom is, is very good at the piano. She's, she like sight reads a lot of, um, music and she's got like three, four Christmas, uh, piano song books. I, uh, probably, actually probably more than that. Cause we recently bought her like the white Christmas piano sheet music and she's got, she doesn't play it a lot cause it's incredibly difficult, but the a whole, um, hallelujah or what the, the, like the, 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 the handles Messiah, the hallelujah um, chorus, the hallelujah chorus is what my dad always requests that she does. And she always complains about it cause she's like, it's too hard, but then she ends up doing it perfectly. Like, flawlessly, and then yeah. Like, All right, mom um all right mom. anyways all right mom humble um but yeah we we would let it, i uh you know let it snow all of the very classic songs that have you know um i think they're they're like technically not written by or most of them are like technically like considered folk songs because they're not really like you can't find the author yeah um we would all gather around the piano and sing um together and usually my dad would like request we sing songs and he'd sit on the side and just listen to us um because he really enjoyed how musical the rest of the family was and he is a good voice but he claims he's not very good so anyway that's fair no um and kind of going with that like i i know i had more oh man i lost it there i had a lot that i was going to say about the song but it's it's back there somewhere in my memory was somewhere in my memory um by four years strong a cover of somewhere in my memory by john williams is john the, yeah john williams uh from uh home alone and this when i discovered that this existed my favorite band covering one my one of my favorite christmas movies i was so ecstatic this was, and I'm so glad they did that. They did a really good job because listen to yeah. the, like listen to the original. 
it's like kids voices so obviously the voicing is very different but other than that it's just i when when you put this on i was a little worried because like like we've talked about i want to get more into four-year song because you've like you've sold me on them yeah but when i when i saw this i was like oh but they're harder like like sometimes i i I worry that like some like sometimes they're like the uh, like the punk the punk goes christmas covers sometimes they're good because like the song isn't like this we're like like for example i really like the um that's what i was gonna put on here next year um there is the burt mccracken from the used does my favorite version of um happy christmas Uh, but like that one isn't as like there's not it's not like a kid's choir singing with john williams playing the symphony like the orchestra in the background yeah and so when but i was like oh i really like this version um it's yeah yeah no and the this like the this song and the original song are amazing and john williams i think is like we haven't talked about it because i know you don't you don't really listen to film scores where i definitely listen to a lot of film scores and it's something that like john williams is my favorite um like score composer yeah and i mean like I don't re-listen to them, but when I'm watching movies, I will like pay attention to the score. Yes, and I, I really obviously. I mean, I feel like we've mentioned it maybe or maybe not, but yeah, John Williams is is one of my favorite composers. Yeah, um, he's amazing, and so yeah, like I said, I was really excited when I found this and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, they didn't do a bad job. Like they did a pretty, in my opinion, I guess. I, I mean, people can disagree, but you know, I thought that they did a really good cover of it um still a little punk but not like yeah super, like let's just i don't know let's go crazy on it and they were just like no let's do our i think it's i think when they try and go too too hard it's uh-huh. like it's you're still not doing your version of it you're doing like a purposely crazy version um, you need to make it. You just make it your own, and I think that's what Four Year Strong did. Yeah, Anyways, no, go really good job. I really like that. I liked. I liked. I like the song, and kind of going along with. I guess it's your song. Like, what? What's another reason? Like, you say that Home Alone's your favorite Christmas movie. So that yeah. it, it is your favorite Christmas movie. It's one of my. So I do enjoy the Christmas TV specials a lot mm-hmm. so and actually like the rudolph santa claus is coming to town those ones are you talking no like um like a long-running tv show that has christmas specials i really oh you mean Tiny like tunes christmas like, special like a like, like a benny hana christmas from the office kind of yeah uh, no like tiny tunes christmas special i grew up with and so it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite things to watch at Christmas is the Tiny Toons Christmas special, which is a very specific and niche thing. Because first of all, I don't think that many people in our generation even watch Tiny Toons, but we had it on VHS, so we would watch that Charlie Brown. So the Peanuts one, I really like that one, and there was a couple others. I think I talked no, about it. With I, I remember more. I I fully agree. Where there's 
yeah. because it wasn't and it wasn't VHSs that you would buy of Tiny Toons. No, um, right, right. Yeah, it was it was a blank VHS because uh, similarly, I I would listen to or I would watch my family, um, me and Haley would do a Garfield Christmas. Um, oh yeah, because my oh, mom would yeah. would record it. So it was like there was, she had two or three uh, VHSs where it would go. It would like it was like the Grinch, Winnie the Pooh was Christmas. Um, yeah, the Grinch was on ours. Uh, the Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, there's the Garfield Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas, some weird Christmas special that like was like on at the time that she recorded. That yeah. like I found on YouTube and I will still watch every year. It's only like twenty minutes long. You know, it's yeah, it's weird how those, especially because the way I, we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but the way my mind works with like listening to music and watching stuff, I'm pretty sure it's OCD. I'm gonna get it. I I know listeners. I'm gonna go get it checked out. I just, it's scary to to want to go to a a therapist and find out what's wrong with your brain point is is that i'm pretty sure it is and because that's how my mind works i will listen to music categorically and not by what i'm feeling she's like yeah "Yeah, it's december so i'm gonna watch all the christmas movies and listen to christmas music and i'll keep watching those same weird christmas specials over and over again because that's what i did and that's what i'll keep doing for the rest of my life uh but anyways i guess back to your original question <laughs> and if it was like my yeah home alone I, sorry i don't know i don't know i'm i'm bad about picking favorites i don't know if it's my very very all-time. favorite yeah. like all time because elf's really really good it always makes me laugh i don't know if i laugh at home alone anymore but i watch it and i feel like christmas yes i don't know what it is i and i it's 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 such a good <laughs> It's such a a good film for that time. I feel like I feel like I I mean I don't have a lot of um I guess I, I have my nieces and nephews. I don't know if they watch Home Alone. And I feel like if you showed a kid now Home Alone, I don't know if it would be as funny cuz it was I don't know if the kids would enjoy it as much, you know? Cuz it was yeah. it was kind of a 90s a 90s yeah. for sure. Because, you know, nowadays it would easily be solved by a cell phone. Yes, also that. Yeah. But, um, no, and for me, I I really like watching Home Alone now. But I didn't, Home Alone wasn't as big on the rotation when I was a kid. I don't Which know. is weird for, for me. Like, it wasn't until, like, I'm not saying I've never, I didn't watch it before. Like, I would watch it when I was a kid. But yeah. it wasn't really until I was, like, in college and even, like, more recently that like with like streaming being more available and like being able to like, I guess college when I would, I go to the library and I would request a ton of Christmas DVDs and Halloween DVDs just to like, so I could watch them all um, before streaming. But like home alone was always on that list and I've always loved home alone. It just wasn't, it wasn't played as heavily in my youth as it is now where I love watching both one and two. Um, yeah, and I honestly only watch one to the point where I don't think I know the plot of two very well. I might have to watch it this year just because it's been so. Long. Yeah, but it, it just—it's just the one. wet bandits get out of the wet bandits get out of jail. They and they become the sticky bandits, don't, and it's about being lost in New York. Don't ruin it for me. I have. 
But yeah, no, don't spoil, <laughs> don't spoil the movie. Don't spoil that movie for me that I've seen before. You mean the one from the early 1990s? Yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for me. What do you What do you like about? Do you have like a favorite lyric or a favorite part of the song? I don't know if we talked about it. Um, I I think I like the 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 living in my memory all of the family home here with me yeah that's a really good part i think lyrically um i really like feeling that gingerbread feeling just because it's kind of clever and also um we did grow up doing technically graham crackers but gingerbread house like you'd basically get a package of Ram crackers, a bunch of M and M's, and some frosting, and then they'd yep. be like, "Here, entertain yourselves for ten minutes, so that we don't while we wrap presents, oh, while we wrap presents." But we would do that like every year. So, um, I think my favorite lyric is "Candles in the window, shadows okay. yep. uh-huh. the ceiling." So did you just want to sing the rest of the? Did you guys um, enjoy my, um, my children's choir version of that? I It was me covering Four Years Strong, covering uh, John Williams and the children's choir at that church during the movie. Okay, well, <laughs> that was after that turducken of a... <laughs> that, uh-huh. um, Okay. Do you have anything else you wanted to add? About I, I don't. I. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh oh! I did quickly want to say my favorite musically specific to the Four Year Strong is the build up they have with like precious moments, special people, happy faces. I can see yeah. they do a really good build there. They really do. I I really like it. Um, listener, sometimes I'm able to come up with a good transition pun that Zach hates. I am struggling on this next one because it's not an easy, it's not a phrase that I can just like throw out there um, without I guess this one I'd have to be very crude to try to get it out there and I don't know even how to do it. Um, well, hey Zach. Did you, ever, did you ever hear this story? Hold on, I got you. Okay, you got me, you got me. Yeah, have you ever heard um, the story of um my dad would tell me about this about um this out in the west uh, yeah in texas um the cowboys uh tradition for uh, during christmas christmas time because they're usually like hurting you know there's uh-huh. on the long treks with the cowboys well they needed something um red so they'd hit themselves in the groin and then show each other their cowboys christmas ball <laughs> And that was the Cowboys Christmas Ball. 
Um, it was a little bit nicer than um, how Zach put it. Um, <laughs> by the Killers. Um, this one was my choice again. I. It was like in two thousand. That's not two thousand sixteen. It came out. That's not. That's not correct though. It. It came out in. 2011 that's i feel like it was yeah um it was in 2011 they had a um a small ep um called the red christmas ep they had they had about six songs on it and then what they did is they in 2011 and then when did when did this say and 2016, like five years later, they released a full album with the six songs that were on here, plus like another five or six. Mm, okay. Um, but so I remember getting this off of iTunes and this whole album and just loving it. Like it's a weird, weird, like kind of cowboyish killers and so and like i i've been getting into the killers a lot more recently like their newest album the um i forget what it's called why can't why am i blanking on what it's called it's a really good album it's like um yeah it it and it's called pressure machine and it's because the the band is from las vegas um brandon flowers was like grew up Mormon like uh, Zach and I did. Uh, I think he he stopped and then he came back. Um, but it's like this whole thing of like kind of what it was like to grow up in like these small religious communities that like really resonates with me because like I, you know, small town I grew up in was super like LDS. And I've just been really getting into the killers recently. And um, so this this album's kind of been playing again during Christmas. And I just, I've always really liked this song. I thought it was like, it's a cool little, like just a Christmas story about some cowboys. And it's just, it's just fun. Cause like, I'm not big into country Western music, but like, you know, folk music is great. Or like something like what the killers have been doing recently where it is, it's like country folky. If that makes sense. It's not like arena country. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, but it's like a weird, kind of like what country music almost was early, early on. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of my, if I do listen to country, it's usually the really old stuff or um, on the folk side of country, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not arena country. Not arena country. Like yeah. the stadium you know, pandering type stuff I'm not into. But anyway, I really like this song. Um, what did you think about the song? I really liked it. I was telling you, um, today I listened to all the ones that we added. Did we, t- did we mention earlier? We had, um, we usually we start with like a few extra, um, listeners at home. Like we'll start with like, you know, we always end up with eight we'll sometimes we'll start with 10, maybe 12. It's like, if we're having a really hard time picking. Yeah. Um, we do, we were like, let's throw everything at the wall because it's, if we have, we both have giant Christmas playlists, <laughs> and huge we're, Christmas playlists, <laughs> minus uh, hundreds. And so we'll just, we were like, let's throw a bunch at the wall and then just like 
right before we deleted but we had 16 it was the most i think i think the most that we've had there might have been in a long time in a long long time time especially and and and, you know and then one brady added and i really like this one so i'm glad it stuck yeah no i and i really liked it and i think i'm looking right now i'm doing some research as we speak because you know little to no research um it's it comes from a a poem um by william lawrence chittenden and so it's it's like it's originally a poem that they turned into a christmas song but they they did change some of the lyrics um like so one of the the big ones they changed was it used like in the poem it's way out in western texas where the clear folks the clear forks waters flow and they changed it out to way old and old nevada where the trucky waters flow because the killers are from nevada and i think that's another reason i really like the killers because me i have so much home state pride that like the killers like some bands from vegas like they will you know they'll show their their nevada pride but like the killers really really show off their nevada pride and we kind of talked about it with that panic you know how they had that album dedicated pretty much to vegas and the next one to la where the killers are constantly referencing vegas like the i know we mentioned it before but the killers had an album called samstown which is where they all would go like hang out it's a casino in vegas like in the crappy part of town again i just you're mispronouncing it. it i know it's don't you fucking state, dare but it is nevada i don't understand how you <sighs> continually say it wrong it just doesn't make sense Do you oh, like that I, I i hope i hope that brady gets less mad at me because i don't do the way that people normally say it wrong yeah you, i just you, make i just say it as weird as i can yeah but I think I think that is actually my favorite lyric is the way out in old Nevada where the trucky waters flow, where the cattle are browsing and the Spanish ponies grow. I want my favorite lyric to be the one that we were discussing. Um, I'm just going to bring it up. I, I Listeners, oh have gosh. we talked about how much we hate genius? Like it genius left used it to... in the podcast or do we only talk about it during? The no, I, I think we've talked about it. I think, but either way, Genius used to be a great spot. Like, I remember going to Genius all the time when, like, a, like a, a lyric didn't make sense. I was like, I wonder what this is about. Like, and Genius yeah. used to be a place where it was like, oh, that is what the artist was meaning. And yes. then recently, when Zach and I have gone through, like, some of these Genius, stu- like, garbage. notes are garbage. Where it's like, like, it'll, we'll, we'll look at a Christmas song and, a, like, it'll have Christmas highlighted and annotated. And it's like, Christmas is a, is a Christian holiday in December. And it's like, cool. We know that, but like, what is the meaning behind the lyrics? Why did they write this? So in the, we're going to go, it's, this is going to be a recurring segment from now on. I've decided (laughs) where we we find the stupidest genius one, or we mentioned the one that we think is the stupidest. Um, So this one was incredibly stupid. Uh, The lyric is the boys had left the ranches and come to town in piles. A lyric which, that does not need an explanation. No, which you know, I'll I'll explain what it is right now. Yeah. Um, the boys who were all going to this big Christmas ball, all live out on the ranches, and they all came to town. Piles and piles of people came to town. Piles of people. Just lots of lots of cowboys came in for this cowboy Christmas ball. Someone. There you go. A user on Genius decided that that nope needed an explanation <laughs> because. 
they misunderstood that entire lyric. They said this line details the hemorrhoid. Also, hemorrhoid spelled wrong. Uh, the hemorrhoid suffering suffering common among cowboys due to their regular horseback riding habits. What the absolute fuck? That's oh. not what it's about. Okay, I just. Uh, like if you if if you're one of our listeners and you and you wrote that, you deserve death. Um, okay. that silence was me uh, gritting my teeth as as Brady. Uh, I'm threatened murder. Um, I, I'm calling you out, soul of a troll. <laughs> that's got to be. He's got like that. Man, see that. Um. I don't know if I have a favorite. Oh, no. Do you know what? Do you know what, Zach? Hmm? We'll talk about it later. It's fine. I'll, I'll mention it later. Either way, what's your favorite What's your favorite lyric? I am actually trying to... I'm actually kind of having a hard time because it's a lot of lyrics and I've only listened to it a couple times. I think what jumped out at me was like the way he... I think it's because I did... Uh, we were forced to do... Um, square dancing in fifth grade yeah um, weren't we all you, you know in retrospect it was kind of odd in the middle of california to be doing to learn square dancing but um we had like a fifth grade teacher who was like wore a cowboy hat every day and he ran it so i, I feel like it was Yeehaw. um so i i really enjoy the 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 square dancing call outs that they put in the middle there yeah the, um Salute your lovely critters now. Swing and let them go. Climb grapevine around them. All hands do si do. Some of those are ones I reckon I remember even like this long since fifth grade. I still remember those like callouts. Um, but yeah, no, but it's a really good song. I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't even know that the Killers had a Christmas album. Somehow I missed that. So yeah. now I have to go listen to all. Of it. Yeah, go check it out. Um. Do you have anything else you want to say about this this song? Uh, no, not about this one. Okay. Well, I think what I another thing I really liked was, um, doesn't it talk about like it was at the beginning? It, it talked about them being by the fireside. Merry Christmas to you. And that was By the Fireside by Ellen and the Escapades. Um, and to just be perfectly honest, I found this song two years, a year, a couple years ago um, because I looked up folksy Christmas music and Spotify had a playlist and it was on there and I liked it and I added it. And that's like the whole story of how I found this song. There's nothing else. That's okay. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> but I've always uh, really enjoyed it, and I wanted to add it because there was um, there was like a, a conscious conscious decision to like not add a couple of like pretty sad songs that I do listen to at Christmas because I was I felt really bad about last week or last episode. <laughs> I should say. Um, 
So I felt pretty bad about it. So I was like, I'm not going to add those ones. But I was I was looking at all the folksy ones because I did want to like add because I, I have quite a few folk ones. And I was like, all of the folk ones are like the sad ones. What the hell? And so uh, I found it. And then I was like, oh, wait, by the fireside. That's what that one's not sad. That one's like and it, it's just like this. It does. Um, I'm going to describe it as like it feels warm and comfortable like sitting by a fireside oh i'm gonna be honest when i listen to it i'm like this kind of reminds me of sitting by a fireside which i don't don't do at christmas because i grew up in california and it's always like warm but i've like it feels like being out camping and i have had white christmases when i when i um, lived in utah so um but yeah, I just really enjoyed it, and I, it's they they have a really um, good voice. It, um, I don't really know much about the band, to be honest. I'll probably have to check, look them up now that I think about it, um, and check out more of their stuff. Uh, what did you think? This was your first time hearing it, right? Yeah, I really liked it. Like I, as sarcastic as I was just being, um, I I did like that. Um, I I did like that you know, kind of cozying up to the fireside. I think my favorite part was near the end where you hear like the, the, um, steel bells, um, being played. So it's like, it's like the, Oh, like the, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's hard to explain. Like it's the, like ding donging of bells and it's usually played on large, like tubular bells. Mm, Yeah. 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 Like big church bells or something. Not church bells, but it's like almost like long cylindrical. Um, almost they look like what they get. Your they hang upside down. If if you're looking at like a big pipe organ, it's like the big pipe. Oh, the big pipe looking bells. Yes. Mm, yes. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. A listener at home you can google it um if you don't know what we're talking about i think yeah i think that, that's probably the best way yeah um but yeah i really enjoyed this song i i, I like it i mean um it, it repeats itself lyrically so i don't know if you have like a certain like favorite lyric um no i that i think like it's not a favorite lyric but my favorite part is when those those big the bells. The bells play yeah and i think um I think I actually do like the and the snowflakes were falling on our shoes. So I said I'd rest up by the fireside with you. I just think that's like a really cool um, couplet in uh, poetry terms. At least I think I'm using that right. Don't 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 correct me. Little to no, little um, to no research. <laughs> no research. But yeah, I think. Um, uh, I also wanted to add this because I wanted to talk about like finding new Christmas music because I feel like um, other it, there's there is like it seems like everyone that releases not everyone it seems like the majority of like Christmas album releases is just someone covering you know ten songs that have been covered every year since yeah nineteen fifty in the 1950s and and i get it because like some of it's just like the commercial success you know that it's gonna at least sell something but some of it's also like 
writing new Christmas material is daunting because there's so much of it that it can be hard to come up with something new and original. Um, but I'm not saying it can't be done though, because there are plenty of people that do, and it, it feels like it's. I, for me, it's it feels harder to find new and original Christmas music that comes out. Yeah, but it's so rewarding when you do find the new and like the new stuff. And I think that's what feels so great about listening to this and the other folk songs that I found because it was like one year where I just found this treasure trove of like that folk Christmas music that I found. It was like all original. It was almost all originals. Um, so it was really cool to listen to. Um, yeah. No, it was. It's a really like I really liked it. Like that was a good, good choice there, Zach. It's weird when you compliment me. I know. I, I like to do it. It's a. It's my Christmas present to you. Um, I thought your Christmas present was a flaming bag of dog shit. Well, you know, tomato, tomato. Do you have anything you wanted to add? <laughs> I've got nothing else I, I right. want to add. <laughs> Let's go to sellout corner. We don't have an ad this week. If you would like to uh, have us advertise your product on this show, please email us at don'tskipthisone at gmail.com. And in addition to the ad, or probably lack thereof, um, and uh, we'll say it again, but tell people about it so that we can have some ads. Um, go follow Don't Skip This One on Instagram or Threads or um I think we have a YouTube. But uh, I don't. Follow us on there just in case. Follow we, us on there. Yeah. Eventually we'll do stuff with yeah. it, maybe. Um, and mo- more importantly, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Um, all of them are available unless it's on uh, the dark web because I don't have access uh, to that. Or if I do, I don't want to know. That I, I don't. I, yeah, that's right. I don't. I don't want to access it. So you can, if you listen to podcasts exclusively on the dark web, just try fine. Spotify. It's a lot easier. The Spotify is way easy, man. It's it's. There's a free version. I'm just saying. Um. Uh. If you do play, if you do use have Spotify, if you do have Spotify Premium, wow. Um. That'll play the full songs instead of just the clips. Um. And also, please leave a review on any of the podcast listening platforms that allow you to leave a review, which I think is iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon. I don't know if there's other things off the top of my head. I think most of them, you're, you know, it'll. That's fair. I, I assume most of them have some way to rate. Um, and uh, every episode also has a playlist on my Spotify profile. Um, so if you search Zach Fisher, on Spotify, um, mine is the one with the show's logo on it, and the rest of them are getting coal for Christmas. So that sucks for them. They're on the naughty list because they're not me. Um, I did the math again. We got one more. We got it. We got another five on Spotify, which means if I did, I, I did the math, and with another five, that means one of you sons of bitches gave us a one. I will find you. And I will give you coal for Christmas. And by coal, I mean black eye. Wow. So much violence. 
in this nice Christmas episode. Yeah. Um, it's how I roll. Biatch. <laughs> please share this show with your friends. Please. For Christmas. For Christmas. For Christmas. Give us a Christmas present of giving us a great review on on all and all the Spotify or all the podcasting platforms. If you only listen to us on Spotify, go find us on Amazon and give us a five there. Like it's not that bad. Just try it. Please. There. Um but yeah. Um I think the most important thing is just telling your friends. Um and if you're our friend and you listen to it to this, please again text us, text us. us that you listen to it. Shout out to both Cody and Aaron this week. Uh, yes, both of them. Cody texted both of me and you. Aaron texted me um, and said that they're listening to one. And Aaron said she felt a little weird about um, a joke that we made a couple episodes ago, which means that we're doing something right. Yep. And I had to ask Brady what the hell that joke was because I forget everything that we say after um i i finish editing it, editing it together um um shit i thought of something i was gonna say oh um we uh, we don't have that many listeners I, if you're not our friend comment on instagram that you actually listen to this and we'll yeah. shout you out like it, literally anybody that tells us that you listen to us i'll give you a shout out or brady will next next time just yeah i i think i think that would be nice um Please. I, I think that's it for um sellout corner yeah no i i think the only thing i would say is it's christmas time if you would just shout us out you know leave a comment whatever it is we would very much appreciate it like i will buy you a christmas present you want you, you know you, you want uh i don't know whatever is in the santa baby song sure like we'll even we'll, we'll get you a sleigh ride That was Sleigh Ride by Leroy Anderson. Um, for all those who uh, weren't Zach, um, throughout this song, as because what we'll do is we'll listen to the song before, um, just so we we have it ready to go when we talk about it. Yeah. And I was um, playing along um, because um, the reason why I chose this song is this is a song we played in high school band and I was in percussion. And so I was playing along to all the different parts that I'd play and we were like, okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. And sometimes we'll end the song early. If we're like, we got the gist, we know what we're going to talk about. And I kept playing and Zach, Zach was not happy that I, I just, we had, <laughs> we had both said that we were ready and then you just, you let it it wasn't like a little bit it was like you just you I said kept, that halfway through the song and then you still made another quarter of the song yeah. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um the reason why i chose a song is because i've got really fun memories of playing this the this song in high school band 
because um, we played the instrumental version just like this one was. Yeah. And in high school band, um, I was in percussion, so like I'd play like drums, like the the drums and pet band. Um, but when it came to like the concert band, so like what we would do is during like football season, we'd practice for like the halftime show and we work on like pet band and stuff, um, pep and marching band. Yeah. And then, but after football season, like we would still play, like we practice like the pet band songs that we play during basketball, but we'd also, we'd then get ready for like the Christmas concert and we play a bunch of Christmas songs. And then at the end of the year, we'd have like, we'd play a, you know, whatever other songs and we'd play like this, like more like the symphonic band situation. Um, but whenever it came to like playing not pet band songs, I would always choose to play the really fun stuff. So like, there's always someone who play the bass drum. Um, some some of our some people who were better than me would play like the snare drum. But I loved choosing like the really fun ones to play. And so this song, I played the sleigh bells and the whip. And it wasn't really a whip. What it was, it was it's the weirdest thing. It's just like it's a wood paddle. And then on it was like, with like hinges, a, almost like a cabinet door hinges, another piece of wood with like a cabinet handle, and you would just slap it together. Interesting. And uh, I think about this every time I listen to the song, like, and I still remember the sleigh, the sleigh bells part, because the sleigh yeah. bells were on like a big like stick just full of sleigh bells and you just like pound on it and then um but i remember playing the whip and i still know every time that the whip gets played and it was it was my favorite because i was just i would be stupid like i remember once we it was i think it was like freshman year we played tarzan um like the theme song from tarzan and i was on the timpani and so i would do the boom 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 boom. and then and Um, then at one point like the the trumpet would play the part that was like, watch out for that tree. And then he, I would like during the concert would have to do the Tarzan. Ah! It was great. So fun oh. facts about Brady in high school and middle school. Just as weird as I am today. Yep. Absolutely. Um, when you mentioned that you played it for band, I do think that we played sleigh ride. I only did, middle school band i didn't end up um staying in for high school but um i feel like one of the christmas one of the three christmases we did play sleigh ride but i played saxophone so i didn't have as many fun parts i guess yeah um but uh i do remember uh, or or, uh, sleigh ride is one of the ones that we would sing together like as a as a family and my mom would play the um, yeah, the the like the actual lyrics are are good too. Yeah, um, but I wanted I wanted this one with just the instrumental because of the whip crack that's in there. That's it. That's all you needed. That's that's, that's my favorite part. Um, that uh, is legitimately I mean, like my favorite part because it like brings back all those memories of playing this song in yeah. high school band. I mean, fair enough. I I think. Um, well, it's a really good song. I um before you were a regular co-host, I I know I did an episode with Cody for Christmas. Um and he wasn't like he's not like super Christmas music guy cuz I think if I remember right it was cuz he like worked somewhere during Christmas and it, he got really sick of it. Yeah. Um 
and I played the Sleigh Ride version by Reliant K, which, to be fair, is while is the same sort of melody, is a very different take on it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying we're overlapping here, but I really, really like Sleigh Ride like in general. It's a really good like um, Christmas song. I, I think I enjoy Reliant K because I got kind of tired of the same version of it over and over again. Um, but listening to like, I forget the instrumental one is so fun, and I feel like it's been in a lot of different Christmas movies. Yeah, this one gets used a lot. The instrumental version specifically, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good, and I enjoy it. Good yeah, like it's like I just I love this song. I love and like the um. Like, I think that's why I I like the whip crack and stuff because like in the lyrics it talks about like it actually going on a sleigh ride but like I love the instrumental because you hear the the horse clopping along yeah um the whip you know of like the sleigh like I think it's it's just really cool to to hear that and like I know sometimes like sometimes when you throw when there's a lot of like extra fluff like sometimes like with like lyrics and stuff you can get way like too many people like almost like a too many cooks in the kitchen where like there's just way too much going on like there's just like sometimes songs are better when they're simple like you don't need all the ribbons and bows with it That was Ribbons and Bows by Casey Musgraves. Um, last year I had a Casey Musgraves song on called Glittery. Casey Musgraves is amazing. amazing. I love everything she does. She has not had a bad song that I can think of, to be honest with you. Okay, and we can we might talk about this later, but like in a, another episode. But what's yeah. Favorite favorite Casey album? Go. What is it? Oh, uh, the what's it? Golden Hour. Yeah, Golden, I love, Hour. I love Golden Hour. I love Gold. No skips on that one. Yeah, absolutely no skips on Golden Hour. That one is great all the way through. Shuffled, whatever. Anytime one song comes out from on there, I love it. We have had okay. I was tr- I was like, haven't we? I was trying to remember if we've had a lot of her on other than that, but. Um, we did on the Earth Day one. We had we one. did we had the yeah. Oh, what a wonderful world! Um, but yeah, I love Casey Musgraves, and I really, really loved um, her Christmas. Uh, her two album. Christmas, her Christmas special, but she, and she's got the two Christmas albums too. Yeah, so like one of them is the from the special, album. and then one of them is the album. Yeah. Um, so I really loved her Christmas. Uh, well, yeah, I mean both. I love the both albums, and I really, really liked. Um, her Christmas special, and I'm going to mention it again. I'm sure I talked about it last year, but, um, but I wasn't here. It, so. go watch it. Yeah, Brady wasn't. Brady wasn't. Where, where, where is it? I, I'm not. This isn't uh, like a, us trying to get a plug. I really, legitimately. I believe I watched it on Amazon Prime last year. I assume it's still. There. I think I think that's where it is. That sounds right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I love Casey and um, 
and she wrote actual like original Christmas music on uh, I think she did some covers as well I think it was a good mix yeah um, and she, but yeah this is one of the originals that she wrote and um, I just I really enjoy it it's really like bright and cheery um, and very like um, I think just like a nice easy tune it does feel like something that would like be going on in the background of like a office Christmas party yeah what are you did okay did i freeze you froze a little bit i got a little uh, nervous my internet's not super great guys anyways go on well if you follow us on uh don't skip this one on instagram you'll know because i just posted a little clip of zach's internet freaking out and me taking over um what would you say your favorite part of the song is um i really like where did it i well Mm. favorite part is definitely the uh i believe saxophone solo i believe it's oh yeah that's a good one it's a really good saxophone solo um lyrically i think um i do i, I just like the i don't need don't need ribbons and bows to cure my woes no i just need your love i think this is a really nice sentiment um what about what about you? <laughs> uh, me, I think my favorite part is the, the "I just need your love," like the way she sings that part. Oh, that's the, really the bridge. I, that's that, and I I like and over the pre-chorus, the there's the the really quick. There's only one thing that I want, and it's hard to find. Oh yeah yeah yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah, the way she sings, the way she sings those... both of those parts is my favorite. Yeah, she's she has such an amazing voice too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go, oh, Casey. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I wanted to mention with this one, but um, she also. Um. No, I can't think of. I, I can't think of what. I feel like there's something and I'm losing it. Um, but definitely go check out this album. Um, I think last time I just talked about her special. This album, what well, came before the special. Yeah, and it has a few originals and a few, but also like a couple that are like not the ones you would normally think. Of. Like she does, I want to hop, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, which is like not like you know everybody's covers that one. That one that was like one of the weird fun ones, and and she just and it's yeah, it's yeah. I like she's, some... I, I think I like her especially because she doesn't take herself like too seriously? seriously yeah because yeah. she does that one and like a very willy christmas which is about getting high on christmas like willie nelson yeah um isn't, isn't willie nelson on that song too oh yeah willie nelson is on that song that's right. yeah a willy nice christmas a willy nice christmas that's what it's called um, great it's a great one um i think and isn't it correct me if i'm wrong but doesn't she in the like or maybe I'm getting this confused with another another special, but isn't there something where there's like she dresses up as like a like almost as like a um a woodland like sprite like uh and does like the dance of the sugar plum fairy?
And that was The Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy by August Burns Red, um, a cover of the very classic um, Tchaikovsky ballet, um, The Nutcracker, one of the songs from the ballet, The Nutcracker. Yeah. Um, which is, it, um, I don't know if I've actually seen the ballet. I feel like I've seen like a couple of dances from it. I've seen, I remember it was like early 90s. Disney had one where. Oh, Disney. I, yeah. They had, it was like a weird live action, not live action. It was like a stage play. Because like, but Mickey or Minnie got captured by the Rat King, which is weird because she's a mouse. Looking yeah. back now, um, and Mickey was the Nutcracker. Hmm. Okay. I can't remember where. Like, it, I haven't seen it in forever, and it's like back there. Um, well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've seen bits and pieces of it. I probably would recognize it if I saw it because I feel like it's, I do feel like it's one of those ones where it's like in the background of random scenes of movies, they're like, they're like, oh, we're at a ballet and it's always the ballet is always like the Nutcracker. Yeah, the Nutcracker. Um, um, but um, I want to include this one because um, I love August Burns Red specifically. They do a bunch of metal Christmas music. Um, and actually, a lot of it's mostly just instrumental. I don't think that they scream a lot of them, even though they're like a heavy, a very yeah scream band. Um, they actually just focus on instrumental. I think on most of their Christmas covers, and they have like, I think three or four now. Like Christmas I feel like I've, I feel like didn't you do? I feel like you did an August Burns Red last year too. It's quite possible. Um. I know I didn't do this one. That's all I checked. I think you. I think you did Carol the Bells last year. Probably they do a really awesome version of Carol Bells as well. Don't worry, team. Um, I'm going to look into this. As Zach talks more about August Burns Red or the Nutcracker. Well, I just wanted to include it. Uh, most, yeah, like I said, uh, they do really great versions. And I think the ones and, and I think the classical music actually lends itself to a um so like Carol of the Bells and, and Tchaikovsky. It kind of like metal music is really um metal covers of classical music is really intense because classical music was also written to be very intense, very loud and very fast, actually. You know, like those violins are usually you know, you're doing like sixteenth notes. You have a full orchestra um, going from very soft to very loud, really, and and like very, very loud, you know, especially. Oh, man, I did take a music history class once. I don't remember where Tchaikovsky fits in the. If he's more. Um, the 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 more emotional it's it's right after beethoven and in like bach version anyways doesn't matter little to no research um little to no research but yeah so i i think that those even more classical music even more than a lot uh of like just like traditional uh music that you'll hear like metal covers of classical music i i in my opinion i guess 
rocks harder. I feel lame saying that even. Can you say that one more time for all of our listeners? Um, I don't absolutely not. Um, Just because, yeah, it's like classical music was also supposed to be played loud and fast. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it's just you're adding, you're doing it with a, a guitar um and distortion instead and then also like blast drums and blast beats and double pace and everything no i i agree and i think that's something i thought was was kind of cool is hearing it in a rock version um i like the breakdown in the middle yeah um yeah no i like i think i think classical music is something that is cool when when like it's changed around like kind of like genre bent f- because it's something that's so easy to do not easy but i mean like but there's a lot less critics like there's not people who are like hey you can't you can't make a heavy metal song out of let it be but like everyone's like yeah no but like there's a lot you have a lot more freedom to to do you know a classical song and yeah. do whatever you want with it because you know the hardcore classical heads out there um are Kevin and uh probably um some French people or something. That was a good shout out to Kevin. You yeah, made your contract. Yeah. Whew, I was a little worried there. Um I thought that you were going to bring up Kevin in a different way um when we we're talking about Christmas music, but no, he doesn't get that shout out. We already did that shout out once before. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I wanted to include a, I, I, and also the Nutcracker again. I don't think I've seen it, but I feel like it does. Um, um, I guess not the ballet, but like actual Nutcrackers. I don't know about you, but my like my grandparents and my great grandparents like always had Nutcrackers out at Christmas. I always, I, and I. I remember usually like it was the only time that I would actually like crack nuts. Usually you just buy them like pre shelled and everything. Yeah. But they would like have a bowl out of like shelled walnuts and you, you know, it's fun as a kid to put it, put it in the mouth and you crack. No, crack um, it. I didn't, I, I don't really think there was ever really any nutcrackers. Like my grandpa used to uh, like would have nutcrackers, but it was like year round. And it wasn't like the fancy, like, oh. you know, nutcracker from like the ballet. It was just like a metal nutcracker that he would crack nuts. My, um, my grandparents did actually have one of those also. Yeah. So, but he just loved cracking nuts. Just loved it. Favorite <laughs> activity. You want to, you want to go on to a different topic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to, I, that was, I didn't mean it like that. I, sometimes I do mean the jokes I mean. That one wasn't a joke. I was just trying to like figure out, um, just trying to figure out where to go next. But, you know, just like most things in life, I, I don't know where I'm going and I don't know what this is. What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with little creatures laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly gone daffy? What is this? What's this? 
And that was What's This by Danny Elfman, sung by Danny Elfman from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. This one was my choice. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. It is one of those weird movies that's both a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. It's, I love it. And like, yeah. And I, I've determined that like there's really, with Nightmare Before Christmas, there's like three camps of people. Okay. You either love it because you're a goth and you're just like, yeah, like I love everything Jack Skellington because, you know, like, and it's the same camp usually is like people who just love Tim Burton and it's just like, I just love Tim Burton. Usually the, the, uh, the Venn diagram is pretty overlapping on those. Um, and then it's just like people who just really think, like, you think it's a great movie. I love this movie. Um, I love this movie and, the reason I think I I remember really kind of finding out more about this movie. I was in I think it was like middle schoolish, middle school, high school. Um, so I used to go to the Disney parks all the time. And when I was an annual pass holder in like two thousand four, five, six, seven, like really like my high school years. Um, that's when they started doing the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay on the haunted mansion and like i gone a couple times like oh, yeah. i remember going a couple times and not have seen the movie not like i think i'd seen the movie maybe when i was younger but not really watching it and then watching it in an english class and be like oh this is amazing and um especially this song i love this song like all the songs are great but this what's this was my like on on iPods back in the day, um, if you're a if you're a Zoomer listening to this, a Gen Zer, uh, Gen Z doesn't listen to this podcast. No, they don't. But just in case, okay. Uh, an iPod is an old form of way to listen to music. They came after the CD, which is even older. But on the iPod, but, they but before the Zoom, but before the no Zoom. It was Zoom then iPod. Oh yeah. Sure. No, I'm pretty sure it was iPod and then Zoom. No, Zoom. Zoom was like I had a couple. Uh, There's like a Zoom, and I remember I had a, an MP3 player before the iPod came out. It was I like, do remember I had a, I had an MP3. It wasn't a Zoom. It was some. I don't even remember, but it, I remember it was. I said it's not a visual podcast. It's. It, I'm showing Brady how big it is. It was very small. It was. Oh, the one I had was huge. It was. It looked like a Walkman. Like well, it looked like it's, but there just wasn't a place to put a CD. Yeah, well, mine was very small, but it only it also only held like like ten songs. Ten, ten songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, on the iPod, it like there was it automatically would put your top twenty five. It was it was the you know Spotify wrapped, but it just all year all the time, just whatever your top twenty five songs were. And what's this was my top song because like I just would keep listening to it like year round because I just loved it so much. Like it was my top song for years and then I lost that iPod and then I'd start over, but I love this song so much. It's, it's so hard to choose a favorite part because my favorite part is from zero, zero to three minutes and six seconds in. Such a nerd. Such a Disney nerd. Such a Disney nerd. It's, and I remember learning that, that this that Danny like I knew that Danny Elfman had 
you know, written the songs and like I like I like Denny Alfman like the instrumentals because I like like we talked about earlier in this podcast, like I like listening to movie scores and so I knew who Danny Elfman was. But then I remember learning that Danny Elfman was also the voice, the singing voice of Jack. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. Um, well, I um also, I'm, I made fun of you a bit, but I really, really love Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I went to uh, a few years ago. Um, I think it was for uh, Halloween time. Um, I remember I told you about it a lot, right? But yeah. I went to, um, uh, it was Danny Elfman put on Nightmare Before Christmas, and he brought like a lot of the original singing cast, at least. It was at the Hollywood Bowl, right? Uh, it wasn't at the Hollywood Bowl, but it was like in downtown LA it was okay it was a shoot I can't remember the center now um but it it was it was a newer venue but he's also done it at the Hollywood Bowl I believe um but it was really great because he he, they basically just did Nightmare Before Christmas I think Billie Eilish did Billie Eilish was there and I can't remember what she did I think she did Sandy uh I think she did Sandy's parts that's what it was um but they basically did and not quite like uh, playing the movie and then pausing for the songs, but they, they did a lot of the movie at least. Um, but yeah, they like had the original three that did Lock, Shock, and Barrel there. Um, and Danny Elfman sang all the songs. And What's This was just amazing to watch live. And, and also he's like a really great performer as well as being this amazing composer for like um, uh, that he's become for like uh, Tim Burton. Um, but yeah, what's, what's, this is such a great song. I can't believe that I didn't put it on any of the I'm, other ones. I, I'm surprised that with Halloween and Christmas playlists that we've done, this one hasn't come up. Makes sense. Yeah. If it didn't go on a Halloween because this is a, this is the Christmas song. This is the Christmas song. Yeah. I mean, well, um, I guess maybe a few of them could be more Christmassy, but, but this is like, it's all Christmas. This one's it's, for sure. Uh, and I just, I love I don't know. I just, it's a great movie. It's, it's an amazing, like we've talked about it before. I think my favorite part is that the introduction is the, just the, the introduction um, part the, what's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. I can't believe my eyes. I must be waking. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? I think that's my favorite. If I had to choose a favorite, I think it's that very beginning of him just like, not wanting like searching for something and finding it and yeah like you know because that's the thing is like i feel like it's the weird thing is you know like what i was saying with the goths like uh like finding me like i love jack skellington like he's so dark and edgy and it's like i don't think you watch the same movie as the rest of us like the whole point is that jack is tired of Halloween like he doesn't want to do Halloween and even when like Halloween Town like does their stuff and it's like all scary it's like even Jack is like that's not what it is but like this is the closest that we can do I just want to do Christmas okay to be fair the end is him finding his Halloween spirit again yes yes so he does in the end become a goth uh, a goth icon again yeah 
but but but, but true but but do you know what i like yeah most of it is him like not being goth him it's most of it is like him being really excited about christmas yeah um which leads me to my favorite part which is verse two when 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 he gets to like the last half of verse two and they're like they've got electric lights on strings there's a smile on everyone now correct me if i'm wrong this looks like fun this looks like fun and it's it's great because it's this great culmination that Danny Elfman did along with Tim Burton. It's like it perfectly encapsulate like encapsulates being a kid and being almost almost close to over stimulated by <laughs> yes by Christmas by how much fun and excitement you're having. I like the close. I have not felt this way in a very long time. I think the closest was maybe. The- I'm gonna say it. The the like first first comic con I went to, I was like, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It was when I when the first comic con I went to. I there was like a moment where I was like, I'm overstimulated by how many like awesome things there are. I need a minute, and I I remember like going to the hallway just to like. There's so much there. It was also just like because there's a lot of people in it. Sometimes I have a problem with that too, but. um yeah it's just but like more so when you're a kid and you're just like there's so many new fun things in this new place that you went to and you're like what is this what is this what is this like they encapsulate that by it sounds like he's spinning around and like pointing at things and like you know and they made it in the song and in the in the uh movie at that point yeah because he's on the carousel yeah so it's it's really great and it it kind of is it reminds me of like you know and I'm sure you had the same thing, but like as a kid, like that anticipation for Christmas, like I miss, yeah. I miss that. The, uh, like the, I remember growing up what we'd like to make things easier for my parents. Um, we would, um, my parents would put all of us in, like whatever the biggest room was. So it was like me and my three sisters, we just, we'd sleep in the one room and like none of us could sleep. Like we would sleep, but it was that like half sleep where you're half awake. Just like, I remember just looking up at the Christmas lights and just being like, okay, like this is, like it, we're almost like it's got to be, it's got to be like six a.m. right now, right? It's got and it's like one in the morning, and because I was the oldest, my sisters always like, "Hey, Brady, go ask, go see if mom and dad can are awake," and I'd yeah. go and and hey, mom, dad, can can we open presents yet? No, go back to sleep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We. We def I definitely talked about this with when my sister was on, but um, I don't even remember it. But apparently, there was a year that we opened presents at like four a.m. because mm-hmm. my sister woke literally everyone in the house up and demanded that we open presents. Um, and ever since then, there was a hard and fast rule that it is bef- if if you are up before six a.m. You can open your stocking and you can sit out there and you can stare at the presents, but you are not allowed to open until 6 a.m. You're not allowed to knock on the door of my parents' room. It's, it's 6 a.m. Was, was like, was see, time. 
ours ours was always so random because of my dad because like my there'd be times where my dad would work christmas eve oh yeah christmas morning so sometimes like he would try to get off he would try to get off early and we would um so we would open presents at like we have to wait till like eight till my dad got home to open presents um or there'd be times like the best were the years where my dad somehow was able to get christmas day and christmas eve off so we didn't have to worry but like it's either on the the years where he had to work christmas eve we would have to wake we'd have to wait to like eight seven or eight open presents by for my dad to get home or there'd be the days where my dad would work Christmas Eve or would be off Christmas Eve, but have to work Christmas day. So we would have to get up at like 4 a.m. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, cause we'd have to, that way yeah. we could open presents all with dad well, and then yeah. he'd leave it like that way. And then he could leave at like six. That's crazy. To I go to, yeah. So it was, it was weird kind of going back and forth on that. And it's still what we have to do, you know, these days, like, last yeah. christmas or it was i think it was like two christmases ago we had to all wake up at like four because my dad had to work christmas day so it was like okay let's let's go we'll open presents early and then and then um and i think because of that like weird flux on like either having to wake up early or that like what we do is our christmas dinner is always christmas eve like we'll yeah. do christmas eve dinner Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We would do, um, we'd always do it at 6 a.m. And we would always get a call from one of my uncles because he, like, even at his, like, in he, when did he start doing that? I mean, he was like mid 30s still, and he was still getting up at like 6 a.m., really excited about opening presents, but he married like my aunt who was like no everyone has to have a full breakfast and i and like i'm gonna sleep in until seven before we open presents and so it would drive him nuts and he would be up early like still excited for christmas like a little kid and he and so he would call us to just be like yeah everybody's still sleeping what, how are you guys doing? <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you guys up to right now? For him to call us, it was always so funny. Um, I think he's gotten used to it now, but it was, I remember as a kid, he was, it, I don't remember how, exactly how old he was, but yeah, 30s or 40s, and he was like, everyone's still asleep and it's driving me nuts. Um, <laughs> and he's just like, hey, does anyone want to talk to me? Yeah. I don't want to talk on the phone. Um, but yeah, I guess we've gotten way off track. But um, I love watching Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I feel like each year, you're not going to relate to this at all. Each year, I feel like I pick in between Halloween and Christmas. I'm going to watch it either season. Mm-hmm. I, I think this and this year I missed it in Halloween, so I'm going to have to watch it. That, that's how that's how I am where like I'll try to watch it both seasons but if I don't get it in Halloween then I'm like oh, crap I have to watch it Christmas so like I, it's on my and like M- Michaela isn't because that's the thing is like it's either you love it or you hate it like there's not like there's not a lot of yeah. there's not a lot of like meh. middle there's not yeah I feel like Tim Burton movies or Nightmare Before Christmas especially there's not a lot of 
in-betweeners. And, like, Michaela's like, no, that's a Halloween movie, so she's not going to watch it. So I'm going to have to just watch it tomorrow at work because it's really slow this week. So Nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really love uh, What's This and Danny Elfman. And um, Is there anything you also want to, you wanted to mention about this song specifically? Nothing specifically about this song, just that I am so excited for Christmas. And I'm glad that we did this because it got me a little bit more excited for Christmas this year. Um, I'm excited because, like, this – we this is our second christmas with marley but like it's our first one where she's like aware of what's going on where before it's like it's just a normal morning i'm and there's some toys here where like yeah. i think now she under like like she's you know she saw santa and whenever she sees santa like today on my shirt she saw santa she goes santa ho 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 like yeah. she she i think she more understands what's going on and i'm just excited to like start you know traditions with my daughter yeah well awesome man um yeah i'm excited my uh siblings are in town that means i get to see my niece and nephew that live out in minnesota get to and then um we all four siblings haven't been together in like three or four years oh are all are all four of you guys gonna be at christmas together yep we're gonna have a green green christmas like ever like uh like growing up um so it's gonna be gonna be fun um all right well listeners out there uh a merry christmas to to all of you if you don't celebrate christmas um i hope you still enjoyed the show um even though we exclusively talked about christmas and was was not inclusive whatsoever yeah um i will say most of our songs or at least half of our songs were not technically mentioned didn't mention christmas some of them were just like the snow and winter but yeah yeah um uh uh so i just want to end by saying the the same thing just like we say in at the end of uh every episode if you don't watch nightmare before christmas on halloween and christmas like brady does then you're a heathen and tim burden hates you we say that at the end of every episode end of every episode every single episode we say that (laughs) thanks for sticking around fellow music nerds